Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as we come down the home stretch, we've been talking a lot today about what to expect in the coming days as we enter debate season. And we've been focused primarily on what's going to happen on the presidential level. Uh, but we're going to have a whole lot of local debates going on over the next few weeks. We'll have congressional debates, we'll have gubernatorial debates. And uh, everyone should should watch and weigh in on those. And to me, it's it's always about looking at uh, what is this really all about? What is this really going to move? How do we do that? And I would love to have Lincoln-Douglas-style debates where candidates get to talk about what they want to talk about. Uh, you can ask some hard questions as you go along, but really open it up so we're not just getting these pre-produced, consultant-certified, you know, everybody's approved it answers that we've already heard anyway. Uh, I want to hear something new. I want to hear something different. I want to hear about what they believe. I want to hear about how they make decisions. Because remember, when we elect a leader, we're not electing them to lead us in the good times. Anybody can do that. We're electing them to lead us in the hard times, through the difficult issues, the challenging situations. And you don't get to that in a soundbite. So we need to ask questions that actually get us down to how does this person think? How do they make decisions? especially under pressure, because that's the the ultimate test. And one of the things that I think we, we need to look to in all of our leaders, and we need to look at ourselves, to be honest, is are we getting to the point with all the information coming in that we're all just, we're done. We're, we're just, we're not going to have any more of these important conversations because we just can't take it anymore. It's become so political or so partisan or so heated uh, that we can't even have conversations about anything anymore. And the sad thing is, is when we do that, we start to to drift into a space that I think is incredibly dangerous. Uh, I thought the most interesting portion of the uh, really sad and tragic situation with Brianna Taylor and the charges that were filed yesterday was a line out of the Kentucky uh, law and regulations in terms of what it means, uh, wanton endangerment. And the definition was extreme indifference to human life. And I've been thinking about the word indifference combined with contempt uh, ever since. Because I think that's really at the root of not just this tragedy with Breonna Taylor. Uh, This is the epicenter of a lot of tragedies. And not just racial tragedies. I'm talking about tragedies of not being able to have peace in our communities or to get along or to solve problems. I'm talking about the tragedies of of interpersonal relationships where if someone disagrees with you, you have contempt for them or you show complete indifference uh, to your neighbor or your community because it's only about what's yours and and what you care about. And I think there's an extreme risk as we get to indifference 
Uh, indifference uh, often leads us to a place uh, that's kind of comfortable, to be honest. Uh, if you're indifferent towards a whole lot of things, you can be very isolated. You can be very content with what you have. And then if somebody disagrees, you can fire a little contempt at them and call it a day. And we, we have to do better. We have to be better. Uh, some of you may recall about a year ago, uh, I shared in a, a column uh, something that uh, was written a, a while back. It was by Erwin uh, Lutzer. Uh, he once described a German town during World War II. Uh, it was this perfect little German town, picturesque, little church, sat near the railroad tracks. Uh, but it became the embodiment of what we often call pleasant distractions, things that are preventing crucial conversations from happening. So Lutzer shared one of the, this was an eyewitness account. This was someone who lived in that town years after World War II. And this is how they described it. And think about this in terms of pleasant distractions and indifference. They said, we heard stories in our little German town of what was happening to the Jews. We tried to distance ourselves from it, but we felt, what could anyone do to stop it? They continued, each Sunday morning, we would hear the train whistle blowing in the distance, then the wheels coming over the tracks. When the when we became disturbed, when we heard cries coming from the train as it passed by. So you can imagine this train rolling past this quaint little church in this little German town, and they finally realized that it was carrying Jews in cattle cars. The eyewitness account continued. Week after week, the whistle would blow. They would hear that. We dreaded to hear the sounds of those wheels because we knew that we would soon hear the cries of these Jewish people en route to the death camp. Their screams as the train rolled by tormented us. Now, really interesting. Again, this is account post-World War II, this little German town, church right by the railroad tracks. We knew the time the train was coming. And as a congregation, when we heard the whistle blow, we began singing. By the time the train came past our church, we were singing at the top of our voices. If we heard screams, we sang more loudly, and soon we heard them no more. Referencing this uh, account from Lutzer, the, the real penetrating question gets asked to all of us. How loudly are we singing? Are we singing loudly as we pass the homeless? Are we whistling our way around refugees and our neighbors? Are we humming sweet melodies while we ignore the tragedy going on in the country today? Do we just skip on past the issues of teen and veteran suicide? And we can go on and on and on. But are we, how loud are we singing? Are we, are we missing it? So that indifference can lead us to that pleasant distraction that can also isolate us in such a way that anyone who disagree with, disagrees with us is no longer of value and we can treat them with contempt. To me, that's the three-headed monster that threatens the country. And that is the biggest threat. It's not who's in the White House, not who's in Congress. It's going to be us, we the people. Can we get past these siren songs of pleasant distractions, insulating ourselves with indifference or that cancer of contempt? 
It's a good question for today. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.